Lafayette's connect. Lafayette's connect. Lafayette's connect. Lafayette's connect. Oh, talk about my city. Let's be cool, eh? Yo, not petty. Be real and you can ride with me. Oh, and this is the setting. Oh, talk about my city. Let's be cool, eh? Yo, not petty. Be real and you can ride with me. Oh, and this is the setting. Lafayette's connect. Lafayette, let's connect. Lafayette, let's connect. Lafayette, let's connect. Hey, thanks again for listening. Hope you like that new theme song that is brought to you by Joel Morales here in Lafayette. He's a local artist. Uh, I think he's going to be the next episode of the podcast, so definitely check out his link below and check out some of his music. As always, I'm a real estate agent, so if you want to buy a house, sell a house, have any questions about real estate, want to work on your credit, anything and everything, give me a call or text me, 765-532-7563, or email me at jordan.holly at kw.com. This one is brought to you by the great... Aaron Bagsby, or the great Bagsby as I like to call him. Uh, If you've never heard of Aaron Bagsby, he's a top realtor here in the Tippecanoe County area. He's just an awesome dude. He's actually kind of my real estate guru at the moment. He, uh, I recently just joined up on his real estate team, the B-Squared team, so definitely uh, be on the lookout for us there. But yeah, Aaron's an awesome dude. He uh, he was a preacher. He was uh, into construction for a long time. He flips houses. Now he's this real estate guy. Um, just killing it here in the Tippecanoe County area. You might have seen his face on some signs all around town. You might have uh, seen his face on the Payless shopping carts. Be on the lookout for that if you're at Payless. Check out Aaron Bagsby's picture on each cart. We're also going to be starting a, uh, a YouTube channel here soon. We're, we really need to get on that and kind of educate Lafayette on uh, the real estate market and all kinds of good stuff so definitely be on the lookout for that but anyway Aaron Bagsby ladies and gentlemen and this is the city oh talk about my city let's be cool way you're not petty be real and you can with me. yeah that's what I typically do yeah but what I was gonna say was why I chose you specifically is because there's a lot about you that stands out from other agents that mm-hmm. I can see and it didn't take me very long at all to pick that up about you. Got it. But I want to hear about your backstory and uh, what you did before real estate. And you, I know that you were flipping houses. You yep. were uh, most of your backstory was in construction, right? Correct. Yeah, I was a union carpenter for seven years. Uh, went through the apprenticeship here locally, local two fifteen carpenters union, and you know just kind of really got my start there. Um, what do they do, like construction wise? Yep, do you do construction, what? carpenters? We're carpenters, residential, commercial. Oh, okay, so you did it all then. Yeah, uh, majority of it was uh, commercial, but we actually started in residential. Um, I, when I say we, I mean I. Um, when I got in, it was my brother and I. And it was a group of us actually, but we we did. Um, uh, you remember Glen Acres? Mm-hmm. So, you know, they, they tore that down, burned that down, all that. So the new stuff that's there in that place, Chatham Square, we redid. We built all those. Oh, okay. What's um, that called? Chatham Square. Chatham Square, okay. Yep. Right there on Greenbush. 
Um, so that's really where I got my construction, official construction start, um, getting in the union. What made you decide to do construction? Was that something you wanted to do man, eventually? No, or did, did Richard get you into that? Richard's yeah, your brother. Man, he always gets me into everything. Right. <laughs> I haven't actually met him yet, but he sounds like a good, good yeah, dude. Yeah, that's my brother, man. We're, we're 18 months apart. Um, he's just a little bit older than me, but no, nah, he always comes up with these ideas and drags me into him and then he usually takes off to do something else you know what I'm saying so <laughs> but he stayed uh, in construction he, right is he yeah. still in the union 215 yep. he's still in the union local 215 traveling you know we did that together for a while um and he he's like man we need to go ahead and get our real estate license start flipping houses he wanted both of you to get the real estate license yeah yeah yep and you guys both obviously did. Yeah, we both we both got the license. Um, just set the record straight. I passed before him. Um, <laughs> you know, but yeah, we both got licensed, man. And and um, but he never he didn't really take the plunge into full time real estate. And I did. Um, I didn't like the traveling in the construction world. <laughs> Where were you traveling around to? Everywhere. So. Um, you know, going through the apprenticeship, I was pretty much local, but how the union works is, uh, you know, you pretty much work yourself out of a job, mm -hmm. right? Because it's construction, so you're literally legit working yourself out of a job. Um, uh, but, so I got with a company, Taylor Brothers, um, and, you know, that really took off. Um, but I was traveling, I was all over Midwest, um, and then... You know, we was doing TJ Maxx, Menards, um, Home Goods, Marshalls, uh, Target. We did all the Targets. So you did a lot of commercial then. Yeah, it was it was ninety nine percent commercial. We just really started in residential. So my start was in residential, but it was right it was and commercial. Then you. So Richard got you into construction, and you worked there for seven years before you decided to get the real estate license, or how did that? Mm -hmm. Okay, so you worked there for kind of the six, seven years. Um, we went through the apprenticeship. Apprenticeships for four years. Um, so we went through that. Worked a couple more years after that. Um, I actually was laid off, or um, and so while I was laid off, I was going through the real estate course. He was working and going through or 90-hour pre-licensing course. Um, and then once we passed, I was like, hey, I'm not coming back. <laughs> you know, I said, you know, I, so I, I kind of hung up my my union card, and he was like, hey, I'm coming with you, but I need to finish up a couple of jobs. So we, we both were superintendents um, uh, for Taylor Brothers, and but he was just... Hit, so he was more so on the target side, kept going that, and I was doing like I said around Midwest doing the Marshalls and TJ Maxx. So you guys um, weren't really working together then. You're with the same company, but you weren't. Yep. With no, each other we, for the most yeah. Part. So it was it was like we were we were but we weren't right. So he was running targets, I was running TJ Maxx, um, and in between, like I said, we work ourselves out of a job. But targets are, I mean, it's a bigger. Mm -hmm remodel than a TJ Maxx. Um, so I would go to one of his jobs, but it was like, you know, we was together, but not really. Um, but from there, man, once we got, 
once I took that last little break, you know, and I was like, I'm not, I'm not coming back. I don't like traveling, you know. So really started, I was flipping uh, houses at that time. And then, you know, on the side in between layoffs, they got it. Once we got licensed, man, I just took off. I was like. Yeah, I was going to say, man, there's, there's something about you. When I look at you, it's kind of hard to imagine you as a construction worker because real estate is like your game like you you dominate at it like it, it just suits you so well you know what I mean because I love it mm-hmm. and like, you can see that I, you radiate that like yeah, you love it you're here to and yeah, it shows yeah exactly so what it <laughs> I liked construction mm-hmm. I, I didn't love I didn't love it right um, it was just it was what I loved about construction was my guaranteed paycheck long as I showed up to work, right? My insurance, retirement, all of that. That's what I loved. I didn't like swinging the hammer, coming home sweating, tired, missing ball games and all that. I found real estate and I really, what I loved about, when I say real estate, about selling real estate was, bro, I put you in a house and we had that closing table. It's like, now your dreams are fulfilled, right? And that just really helped me grow as a person. So that's, I love it. Like, I would legit sell a house for free if that mean, you know, you have somewhere to go. Yeah, they say if you're, if you would do what you're doing for free, then that's that's the goal. That's the dream. You want to, you found your passion, mm-hmm. your spark, your drive, whatever you want to call that. Yep. But, and it's cool. And it's it's really obvious too. Like, it, that's one thing that makes you really stand out. Another thing I've noticed about you is that you you pay attention to everything, to your surroundings, to your, you're constantly trying to learn. You're literally yeah. in the game. Like you're, yeah. you're playing hard. I'm stealing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm stealing. I'm a, uh, no, I, yeah, because. But you got to love it to get to that level and you can see that with you. Yeah, like there's always room for growth, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody does something. We can be doing the same thing, but doing it differently. Right. Mm-hmm. So and you may be in real estate to for the paycheck, right? Like I said, I'm I'm in it just for literally the mental um that joy that it gives me. Mm-hmm. Like legit the joy that it gives me, right? But I also gotta pay my bills, right? So but and I, I wanna tie that all together with is, is that I'm constantly watching somebody else because they're they're succeeding right quote unquote they're succeeding um differently than than i am right but um so i'm just trying to figure out you know my next move as far as as far as uh one to make sure that food's on the table and two that i i stay in love with it um i gotcha you know so that that's why i'm always watching you're right though that's one thing i love about real estate too is that um especially specifically at Keller Williams is that you can look around and see other successful agents and it's kind of like a kind of like a stand-up comedian or something along those lines where the, everybody has their own unique style that makes them themselves mm-hmm. and <clears throat> and uh, and you definitely do you have your own style and you're you're constantly growing and constantly paying attention to what other people are doing and adding that to you and creates a lot of value and <clears throat> you haven't been in real estate too long right about three years or so yep um 
2000, December, actually December 31st, 2018 is when I was officially licensed. Right. And that's not, that wasn't too long ago. But if you look at, I didn't know you then that well, but if you look at then to where you're at now, your career has completely exploded. I mean, yeah. (laughs) I mean, it could always be bigger, obviously, but but it's got to get bigger. I love it, though. I love looking at that and saying, man, look at Aaron go. Imagine yeah. you in six years or ten years or right, and it's it's the reason it exploded again. I think it comes back to I found that I really loved real estate. Mm-hmm. So orig- originally getting in was more so to build on the my flipping, and that was that was the end game: flipping houses, getting rentals. Were you buying the properties, or were you helping? Your brother buy them, or how did that yep. look? Yeah, we we were buying them. Either either I was buying them, or he was buying them, um, and then we'd get hands on mm-hmm. swinging hammers. But like I said, I didn't really like swinging <laughs> hammers. So, well, you, you Richard know. does though, right? That's you yeah. guys still are a, a good combination. Yep. You're the real estate guru, and he's the yeah. construction guy. Do you guys still do any of that, or not really? Yeah, yeah, we do. We still do um, a couple a year. We're trying to pick that up. The goal is to have. Um, to flip one every six to nine weeks is to is to flip one. Um, it's kind of hard right now, like I said, with him being um, still full time in construction and with, he travels. Like right now, he's in Kansas City, right? Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean. And so it's it's kind of hard um, in that aspect of it. But yeah, we're still doing a couple a year um, and just slowly. We're on the slow grind there, you know, until he starts to slow down. Um, and once he slows down, we're going to pick up and, you know, just kind of ride that wave with that way. Um, that's yeah, cool, though. You you got a lot going on for yourself. You really do. You got yeah, – that's cool, man. I love feed, it. Though, so, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Aaron's got a – you got, what, six kids? Six of them. Yeah, six that's them. a lot of mouths. But but I've met them. They're good kids. Yeah, yeah. They, they got to be good, man. That's, I tell them they either – no, nah, I don't tell them that. But <laughs> I let them know, no, they, they're they good, man. It's – we're trying to give them what we didn't have, essentially, right? Um, you know, my my parents are gone, my wife's parents are gone, so we just kind of, you know, give them what we don't got. You know? That's so, tough, though. No grandparents to help out. I mean, that's a, it's not an easy. And yeah, we, but they don't. You know, now we don't. They don't come on, come home sugared up. So, <laughs> so it's, we we make it work. Yep. Yep. I. Uh, how did you end up in Lafayette? Because you're not from Lafayette, right? Originally? No, I'm, I'm originally from Gary, Indiana. Right. Um, and that's a longer story. So I, I, I'm, I'm from Gary, born in Gary, uh, back and forth to to Gary. For, uh, but when we was younger, I moved. We moved to Oklahoma. And then we was in Oklahoma several years. Then kind of went back and forth from Oklahoma to Gary or Lafayette. Um, for you know several years, and then you know one day it's like we got we, we made it here and didn't go back. So um, that was ninety ninety four ninety five. Oh, okay. So been here since so. about twenty five years. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's about when I was that's, born. That's about right. <laughs> that's kind of yeah. weird. Um, <laughs> I was gonna ask if it was uh did our real estate market? I don't know how it was back in ninety four ninety five, but did that affect your decision to be in Lafayette or what? Because Gary's close to Lafayette, but it still seems like kind of a weird place to end up. No, I think 
I think what really landed us here, um, one, uh, you know, my mom was really, she was just running. We moved a lot, uh, but it was just more so the relationship that she was in. Um, that's why we kept moving and going back. Um, but she knew that once we started getting middle school, high school, she didn't really want us in the Gary school system. Mm-hmm. You know, and this was close enough home, right, but still far enough. You know, to give us a, you know, that better life. Um, so you've so been in Lafayette pretty much since you were just a kid. How old were yeah, you in middle school? I got here eighth grade. So, okay, yeah. So that's um, pretty much actually middle of eighth grade. It was after a break. Um, it was after like a spring break or something in eighth grade. So I was here half of eighth grade and then been here ever since. So that's pretty cool. Do you uh? You think everything happens for a reason or not really? I just, I love hearing stories oh, like yeah. that and hearing how all the lines just have oh, everything just kind of crossed the way it did. And, Absolutely. And now look at you. Just. Absolutely. So, <laughs> yeah, it happens for a reason. I don't know if it's for your podcast, but yeah, it definitely happens for a reason. Uh, it's really the plus of being here, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? Not saying that death is not really, you know, we don't know where we go or whatever, but it's not, not saying that. It, that we don't go to a better place. I'm just saying, if we're gonna be on top of the soil, you know, this was a this was a good place to be. Mm-hmm. I've always felt like Lafayette is a. I mean, obviously, it's not the most safe place, but I've I've always felt like Lafayette in general is a very safe place to be. You can there's a ton of opportunities here. Um, it Lafayette's always been home to me. I was born and raised here, so yeah. Yeah, you gotta get out. I know. <laughs> you gotta, That's it. You gotta move around. Yep, I definitely do. So let's talk about uh, Lafayette's real estate market in general, because it's been pretty crazy. It's getting a little better, but it's still it's crazy all over the country. But Lafayette specifically, just last year in 2020, Lafayette and West Lafayette were the third and fourth best markets in the whole country, and then just last April. Again, Lafayette was number six best real estate market in the country. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? And <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I don't. Even, I mean, there's Purdue, there's Subaru. I can name it's, a lot of reasons to be here, but I what? would say the manuf- I, I would. I would literally say that, right? Um, manufacturing in the school. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason is, like, I just heard today, like Rolls Royce is expanding. Like to a uh, hybrid engine testing, like they got a Rolls Royce on campus, and they they're putting a hybrid engine testing facility there now, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think a lot of the manufacturing, uh, we got Wabash, we got Subaru, uh, GE, uh, Rolls Royce. Maybe Rolls Royce uh, was one of them. Toyota. But yeah, there was a an article I read. It's been a few months now, but it was about upcoming businesses in Lafayette. And there were like five major factories being planned on being built in the Lafayette area just in the next five years or so. Yeah. So it's just gonna keep keep it's growing just, and expanding. Just growing. Um, I, I think it's one of them things they're trying to they you know, they're trying to move all this corn, find something to do with all these cornfields. I don't know. <laughs> right. Um, I, I have no idea why the market is the way it is. Um, but like Lafayette in particular is is I know we got good rates. We have really great builders. Um, that's true too. You we know, do have so, a lot of good builders. In um, the in in the, I mean, just the, overall the people here is is awesome. So I I mean, other than jobs, man, I don't know what's driving our market. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I meet people that I know a lot of people are coming in from Illinois with everything that's going on over there with their shutdowns and all that. But um, but it just is what it is. But we're seeing neighborhoods like Benjamin Crossing, for example, just five or six years ago, that was a 70, 80, 90 thousand dollar neighborhood. And now a lot of them are hitting 200, 230. It's it's crazy how fast everything is going and how in just a year or two. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's nuts. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at some of the houses that I, that I sold last year, and it's like in the same area, they're almost, not, I wouldn't say double, but I mean, they're up 50%. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the, the number one reason, just like you said, you got into real estate because you want to help people. And you, yeah. that was the main thing that drove me into it because I'm watching all my, <clears throat> my homeowner, fr- homeowner friends look at me and say, dude, I've made 50, 60 grand in just eight months. Like, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. And it's and it, there are places in the country, this is going on all around the country, but Lafayette specifically, it just seems like a gold mine to me. It, it is, and maybe taxes have something to do with it. Um, honestly, I mean, let's look at that. We, we, we'll follow up on that and figure out, figure out why. Um, I know this was kind of a... Hey, I want to do a podcast. I was like, let's do it. Yeah, you know what I'm I, saying? so <laughs> we should we should clarify. I actually recently just joined up on Aaron's team. When you're a real estate agent, you can choose to work solo, or you can join a team with other agents. And for the first few months, I was actually riding solo. And Aaron actually, and this is another thing that makes him stick out. You actually had Jose randomly call me. And you yeah. were just calling to check in and see how I was doing and just to I – mean, I mean, we've met a few yeah. times, but you were just checking in just out of the kindness of your heart. Like, hey, how are you doing? You're a new agent. How are things looking? Right. Um, and that really stood out to me specifically. So, yeah. So what happened was um, – so we have a board on there with, like, all the new agents. And um, I just was looking at it. I was – getting a copy off of something. I was doing something, scanning or whatever, and I just looked, and I was like, I wonder what happened to these people, right? Because mm-hmm. there's a new agent board and all that. And, uh, you know, so I just got to just looking back and asking around. It's like, hey, anybody seen Jordan? Anybody seen so-and-so? All this. So I was like, hey, Jose, call him. You know, schedule, schedule appointment. Let's, let's talk to him and see what's going on. Um, so I just figured, I, I figured – that that was something that somebody should have done early on. Mm-hmm. Somebody should have done that early on with me. They should have done it early on with my brother. Like uh, there was a lot of lot of new agents that came in around the same time I did, and they're just they're not here. Mm-hmm. Right on paper, license. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, where is everybody at, and why is nobody reaching out to them? Which I know why, because you got a handful of people or. Majority of people are in real estate or are realtors chasing a check. So mm-hmm. if there's an agent next to them, then that means that agent is competition and not friends, right? They're not partners. They're not, you know, all of that. So that that's I think that's why there's people didn't reach out. But that's why I reached out. It was like, hey, mm-hmm. you got into real estate for a reason. Let's figure that out and then let's go chase it. Yeah, I was going to say, you definitely you have a whole different outlook on other agents. Cause I, I see that too. And I won't name drop anybody, yeah. but you can see with some certain agents that there is that weird, 
competition, like, oh, we're all fighting for the same thing. Mm -hmm. But you look at everybody like, no, we're all in this together. Like, how are you doing, you know? Yeah, because everybody (laughs) – exactly. So the the thing is – and let's let's just go back to construction. Um, I think they was needing this room, but we go back to the construction thing, right? So, so like we're all working ourselves out of a job, right? Mm-hmm. But we gotta work together to work ourselves out of a job so we can go on to the next one. Here and everything, it's it's like, and maybe that's the difference between here and Oklahoma. Is like everybody was. Everybody was in everything together. Like we we were friends or family. And here it's like your your friends or your competition. You know, so it's just more of that and maybe that's a southern thing, right? Um, probably. Yeah. You know, so I just see I mean, you're here, you got a job to do, right? Um, you got into real estate and you made that investment in yourself. Why not help better you, right? Or why not you know why? Why fight each other over a check, right? And let's help each other both get a check. Plus, real estate—it's a relationship game in a lot of ways. And if you don't have a good relationship with a lot of the other agents, then you're just kind of shooting yourself in the foot. I mean, the yeah. the more you get along and are connected with all these people, the better off you're going to be in general. So, the better off you're going to be, the better off your clients are going to be, um, the better the transaction is going to be. I mean. I mean, and at the end of the day, you're going to go home happy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And that's, I think that's the big thing for me. With construction, I was always going home miserable. I was tired. I was cranky. Don't talk to me. I'm going to eat my food, and I'm going to bed, right? i see you in the morning. Have a good day at school. <laughs> you know, and that was that was it. Now it's like, man, I'm going to ball games. I'm going to dance classes. Um, yeah, six kids, you got a lot going on. There's all kinds of stuff. Get to go eat out, get to, you know, get ice cream on Fridays. You make know. your own schedule, too. That's yeah. that's powerful. Yeah, but I mean, don't let that fool you. If anybody's trying to get in real estate, don't let making your own schedule fool you. It's not all it's not all peaches and cream because you still got to you you still got to do the activities, mm-hmm. right? You still got to make your way. You got to there's daily activities that you got to do in order to succeed in whatever that means to you. But you, so, and I say that, say, like, if making my own schedule, yeah, I can choose not to be here today or tomorrow or take the week off, um, but I better have something in place. What, I, what I've always heard and what I kind of tell myself is what I do today depends on what my paycheck looks like next month or the month after that. Yep. So you can mess around and not do anything today, but it's, it's gonna catch up to you. Yeah, and I would say, and and you you use pay- paycheck. I say in your life, right? That's what a good you do point. Yeah. It's gonna depend on what your life is gonna look like next week mm-hmm. or tomorrow, uh, because it's like a it's the ripple effect, right? You throw throw a stone in the in the ocean or across a river, like you know, thing. You you just see a little bit of ripples, but what's that lasting effect or butterfly effect or however you want to? Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Um, but there's a lot of things when I look at you. There's a lot of things that I see that you're doing right, and I, uh, I'm excited to see where where your path is headed, man. I really am. Um, me too. Me too, man. Um, I'll tell you where it's headed. Um, it is headed up. It's no headed doubt up. about that. It's headed up, and I'm I'm bringing everybody that's attached to me with me, and you know, 
blowing up, man. Just gonna make a positive impact. Just make a positive impact on the on the on the world and our immediate, you know, on the city and you know. Um, actually, you know, we got that initiative that you know at the end of the year we're all planting trees, man. So don't. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna make a. Yeah, Aaron said earlier today. He said with all the papers we print out and just throw away he said at the end of the year we're all going to plant yes. a tree for just all the paper we've used for the entire year a tree each yep a so, tree each yeah yep. no, we're yep. not, planting not one. just we one plant, yeah we plant four uh, yeah. i think we should plant two each but you know we're gonna plant four total you know see what's see what's happening um so yeah let's uh <clears throat> you're also in credit repair as yep. well right yeah and we have a great credit program, credit restoration, um, credit education, credit building, all of that. It's all tied into one. Um, but yeah, credit is credit is the key. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the problem, because that's one of the main hurdles we run into, is people are hurting on credit or in the middle of working on their credit, and they don't exactly know. Don't where to start how, or how got bad advice why do you think that things. is why do you think that's not taught in school or even really talked about until situations like this yeah. and i they gonna shut you they gonna shut your channel down for that <laughs> so the thing is man you look up the, look up the history of the school right and look up just if you just take a step back right you're at school eight hours a day early mm-hmm. go to school early you go eight hours a day you get a short break that is the same that you do at a manufacturing job or pretty much any job. Oh, right? yeah, you so don't the, have to tell me that. There's, the school system is literally built to make worker bees. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, not to teach you uh, financial education, not to teach you money management, not none of that, right? Because they want you to go to work, right? And then the little money that you get, they want you to go blow it so that yeah. you got to go to work. And that's exactly what I see when I look around. I see people that yes. don't. So but you got to get the right information. So mm-hmm. you got to have the knowledge to. You got to. You uh, uh, you got to have that. You got to have that. I say that um, awareness. I, I would say the knowledge. All right, let's use that. You got to have that knowledge to know that the information that you're getting is the information that you need. Mm-hmm. It's the correct information. Um, yeah. How do you? Uh, how do you market yourself as a realtor? Because there's lots of different ways. There's some things you can do, and there's some things. That, how do I, or how do you like? You how do you? How do I? You personally, because there's a lot that I've, I've heard. Man, that I'm just, I'm just trying. Me personally, I just, I'm just trying to get my face everywhere, mm-hmm. which is weird because I was always private, right? Um, but I just want to get my face everywhere because I. So, and that kind of brings me back to how I got into real estate or why I got into real estate, not how more so why um, was when I was flipping, I couldn't find a realtor to show me a home that I wanted to flip because it wasn't that paycheck that they was looking for. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Even though that was my, at the time, that was my dream. That was my goals. That's not your motivation, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, But so how do I market myself, man? I, I, internet, internet and in like on physical things like right now and I don't even know if it's still there I think it's still there Uh, but when I first got in man um, I spent all of my money on marketing 
um, which don't do that. <laughs> but I spent all my money on marketing. But one piece that really paid off that really got me that that uh, notability was the carts, the carpetizing. Um, For payless, right? Yeah. Yep. yep. I just had a guy so, yesterday say that they knew you from that, from yeah, just that, seeing your face on the payless card. That was February of, or maybe March of 2019. That's that funny. That. That's like, a good that move, I, though. It makes. I never yeah. even thought of anything like that, but it, it totally makes sense. Yeah. So that was one that just keeps on. Like hey, it was a big investment, but they haven't removed them yet. Mm-hmm. So um, thank you, COVID, um, <laughs> on that because. Know, people didn't want to spend no money and they didn't want to change them out so yeah that, yep. that helped us help me you know so now when I go and I redo that you know I'm, I'm pretty much paying half price because that's a large investment lasted three years I get a lot of weird calls now that I'm a real estate agent a lot of people offering stuff like that I got one yesterday from a tell me you no longer in real estate Oh, okay. That's a good move. Tell them no longer in real estate. Yeah, because they wanted to put my name in a folder for it's We Are Rich Middle yeah. School. Yeah, and I was like, what is a little sixth grader looking for a realtor for? They're it's not going to show parents, parents, and they're in this type of. Most of these households are this much. Mm-hmm. You know, I just wasn't having any of it. I was like, like, does that even make sense to advertise on? It, it makes mm-hmm. sense to somebody, right? Mm-hmm. But think about what you're saying, right? So you're going to have a bunch of sixth graders. That's gonna have their school 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 folder is gonna have your information in there. Now I just told you most jobs are set up, you know, your early morning, late afternoon, and little break in between. So when they come home, when their parents come home, are they looking at their kids' folder and say, "Oh, you know what, Johnny, um, this work looks good. Oh, there's a real estate photo there." Let me call this guy. Yep. They don't want to talk to you about real estate after they just looked at their kids' folder. Like especially yeah, they wanted like they wanted me to pay like four or five hundred dollars. And I was like, yeah, I wouldn't go pass yeah. out my card to a bunch of kids for free. Why would I pay five hundred bucks yeah, to hey kid, give this here? Yeah, no, yeah. that's that's ridiculous. Yeah. They're they're scavengers, bro. Just like Zillow, Realtor.com, OpCity, Bovoto. All of them, man, and I, I, ho- I don't know who this is going to reach. See, you got me on tangent. You probably need to end this <laughs> after this, but I'm going to say this, right? So here's the thing. Everybody, you know, <laughs> all these companies, everybody's out to make a dollar, right? And, and, and they are, they're out to make a dollar, but they, they sit there and they, they're putting us out of business. So the people that, that, are actually here to help or and are getting extorted mm-hmm. right because for me to help you I gotta pay one of these online companies X amount of dollars just so I can talk to you even though you was trying to call me in the first place everybody just everybody just wants the piece of the pot yeah. piece of the pie like, you know yeah, scavengers, that's, that's, that's like you said. yeah that's why we're in the that's why we're in this situation we're in now because everybody's after after that that dollar man and not really after the value of life so and i i'll vouch for aaron on that that's one thing and aaron's not the only agent i feel this way about but when i look at aaron and talk to him you can tell that you're you're really not in this to chase the commission you're here to help as many people as you can make money in real estate get the home of their dreams sell the house that they need to sell immediately like you're 
you're in it because you love it and you just you honestly want to just help everybody out you're not chasing the bag like like some others no man because it's no mm-hmm. you can't take it with you mm-hmm. right yep you can't you can't take it with you um so I'm, I'm gonna leave a legacy when i go and hopefully you know leave a imprint on on people that you know it's lasting so yeah, let's talk about, we'll wrap this up here in a second, but let's talk about B-Squared, the team you started, and now you let me get to join up on the B-Squared team. Mm-hmm. How did uh, how did that start? What are your goals for that? Where do you see B-Squared going? Yeah, B-Squared home. So, <laughs> it's, it, the idea came from, I told you, my brother gets me into everything, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, that was, it was more of a, well, one, and it's still the same now, it was more of a team or a family-oriented team, right? Because it was just you and Richard, right? Me and Richard. B-squared makes sense, yep. yep. Um, and my older son uh, was supposed to get involved. My daughter. Um, I didn't know that. Her. That's cool. Yeah, so it was going to be, regardless, it was going to be a family thing. And I figured as long as family was involved, anybody that came in would be considered family anyways, right? Would be treated as family. So I didn't want it to... I didn't want it to be a just money chasing team mm-hmm. or perceived to be, you know. Um, and like I said, we're we're from the south essentially, and you know, it's all love. So it's, um, but yeah. So that's where the B square came from. It was just there was always going to be a Bagsby involved, and our values and morals was yeah, it makes sense to me. The same, right? Yeah. Um, so that's that. Where do I see it going? Um, when are we getting later. on YouTube? That's the question. When? Yeah. When are we getting on YouTube? Friday. Friday. Yeah, All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That's how Aaron is, man. I swear. He, you are just such a. <laughs> now let's do it today. Why are we waiting for the every yeah, every situation? You just let's, jump the gun. I love that. Yeah, man. You gotta. You it's know, helping me out so much, start. man. Yeah. You know, every mm-hmm. every start begin with the first step. Let's let's just do it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> YouTube, yeah, we want to, we get on YouTube and all of that. Let's, yeah, we do it Friday. Let's, we'll put it on the calendar and we'll get everything. We'll set make up. it happen. Yeah. But that's something I've wanted so to look, do. Look, I've even said on the, that. I was going to say, I've said it on the podcast a couple times now that I want to get on YouTube, give the people some updates on the Lafayette market. But now I got the great Aaron Baxby yeah, that I'm working with and learning from, so. Yeah, we're gonna get on there. Yeah, we're gonna do some good things, some uh, great things. What else we got? Uh, but no, we're 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 gonna grow, man. But we're gonna grow with like-minded people. Um, honestly, my goal, and that's the thing, man. You gotta set that goal, but you gotta you gotta write it down and put a date on it, right? So my goal for the for twenty twenty one was to have a team of five, including me, right? We're at four. Right, yeah. So, well, do you not count Richard anymore? What's the? I don't really know I mean, what's going on. I, yeah. I've never oh, met yeah, him, he's but always he's still on, he's always on the team. Um, he's always on the team. Yeah, and like I said, we do. We're gonna do a couple deals a year together anyway. So I guess if I look at it like that, we already hit that. Mm-hmm. So we can take that off the board. Um, but yeah, no, I do. I absolutely count him. Don't don't. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, man. I kill a brick and drown a fish for him. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I like it. My brother's about 18 months yeah. apart, too, and it, the way you talk about him really reminds me of me and my brother. But Man, it's the, yeah. I'm probably the one that gets him more wrapped up into things, though, more than anything. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but that's cool. You got you guys yeah, are uh, yeah. you're following your dreams. You're sticking through it. You're doing. Yeah. You're putting the work in. I yeah. mean, it's a. And so like I said, just in three years, look at where you're at. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's cool yeah. to know you and watch you and. Yeah, um, but you know, we got. Well, I mean, we're in August now, so I mean, we still got a little road ahead of us. But I think we're gonna do enough business that everybody eats and enough families are happy. You know, if that mm-hmm. makes sense, right? Yep. Um, what was your other part of that question? Where Where are we going? Uh. Just your goals for the future with B squared, like where uh, you talk about a lot about doing little things every day, and how that ripples effect. Yeah. What what's what are some things you highly recommend on that list? Reading, exercise. What are their little thirty minute yeah. a day things? Do you recommend if somebody gotta, wants to be? Here's the thing, man. We can get on we can get on that, and I can sit here and say, hey, you got to lead in, right? And then you get on, what is lead gen, right? Then we go down that. Man, you got to, honestly, if you build yourself every day, right, mm-hmm. um, everything falls into place. Like, you follow your own path. Does that make sense? Oh, I 100% agree. That's the reason I'm here today is because I yeah. just started doing things like that a couple of years ago. And now it's slowly but surely led into all kinds of different but, things for me, opportunities for me. Yeah, and, and every day, man, you just work on your business every day. Uh, figure out who you're going to help, who that is that you're going to help. Um, but, it, and I'm going to say it, you know, because I got to say it, being in real estate, you got to lead in, you got to have conversations, and that's all mm-hmm. this generation is, is having conversations. Um, my conversations or my lead in generation is lead generating activities are a little bit different Um because I'm not chasing that that money, right? So I, I have a lot of lot of leads coming in. I do a lot of things, but it's but my conversations with them is more of um, obviously I talk to them about real estate, but I'm listening for like character, right? Do I even want to work with you? Mm-hmm. you I was, know, you know what I mean. I was gonna say you you know how to lead a conversation. You have that figured out. All your conversations with strangers are smooth. You ask. You know how to, you're just a trustworthy guy. Everybody knows you and everybody likes you and you you don't beat around the bush. You don't try and, you know, I don't know how to word what I'm trying to say here, but it's, you got I'm the conversation not, yeah, part figured well, out. Because I, I, I'm not, I don't have to fub up some stuff just to get mm-hmm. that sale. Like, you know, does that make sense? Like, yeah. It's more of a, man, just have, have, a, have a conversation. Whatever mm-hmm. that conversation is, like, don't lose Jordan in in the in the conversation. Right. Yep. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, now, if it's obviously you got to eat, you got to pay your bills and all that, right? But the last thing you want to do, and, I, and I'm, I'm telling you, and I'm sticking to this, the last thing you want to do is be counting on somebody else to pay your bill. That's a so, good point. Yeah, see what I'm saying is when you when you're counting on somebody else to pay your bill, and I mean it, meaning this: hey, you need to talk to Aaron today, and you need to make sure that Aaron buys a house today, because you need to pay your rent next month. You know, you're yeah. always gonna fail. That's when you right? go from less of a regular person to a yeah the tip stereotypical salesperson, yeah. the pushy, slime ball. the yep, yep, yeah, slime ball. So. Well, we're about 45 minutes in. Is there anything else you want to throw in there? 
Nah, man, I got a couple calls to make. Um, yep, yep. You're a busy uh, dude, so I, I appreciate <laughs> I got, you taking. Yeah. You're the one that wanted to get this. <laughs> you've, been asking, you've been asking me, man. I'll keep saying, let's do it. You're mm -hmm. like, man, we got to talk about it. I'm like, man, look, what's, you got questions? Nah, I said, let's just do it. What you is know? the, because uh, we were talking about Zillow and Realtor and all that. There's one website everybody should check out, and that's bsquaredhomes.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to check out bsquaredhomes.com. Um, that's no, no pressure. And I say no pressure, but, I mean, obviously – you know, we got things in place that you're going to get contacted or whatever. But, again, we're not a bunch of salesmen and women, man. We're we're out to help. Um, but, yeah, bsquaredhomes.com or search.bsquaredhomes.com, uh, aaronbagsby.com. Uh, it all goes to the same place. So, cool. When in doubt, man, just call me. Send me a text, 765-585-4649. There you go. All right, we'll wrap it up. I appreciate you, Aaron. All right, cool. Do the man. Lafayette, let's connect. Lafayette, let's connect. Lafayette, let's connect. Lafayette, let's connect. Oh, talking about my city. Let's be cool, hey, yo, not petty. Be real and you can ride with me. Oh, and this is the setting. Oh, talking about my city. Let's be cool, hey, yo, not petty. Be real and you can ride with me. Oh, and this is the setting. Lafayette, let's connect. Lafayette, let's connect. Lafayette, let's connect. Lafayette, let's connect. Lafayette, let's connect.